Hello. Welcome to episode five of Blessed is the Spot, a podcast series about creating and sustaining a devotional gathering in every place. This weekly podcast is a resource offered by the Baha'is of Metro Atlanta to support you as you start or maintain a devotional in your home, neighborhood, or any other place. In the previous episode, we interviewed a Christian and Baha'i family about how they started and are maintaining their family's devotional in their home for the past year. We learned about what inspired them to start their devotional. It was exciting to hear Anissa, the family's 12-year-old daughter, describe the important role she plays in planning and preparing the weekly devotional with her younger siblings in mind. We also heard about how this family intends to expand their devotional in the future. Our focus in this episode is starting and maintaining a devotional for a larger community. With this in mind, we will venture to another part of our cluster where we will meet Clark Denny, a Baha'i who has been facilitating a devotional in his workplace for the past two years. The importance of praying with others in our community is emphasized in this quote from the Universal House of Justice, the International Governing Council of the Baha'is of the World. We have called upon the Baha'is to see in their endeavors of community building, the creation of a new pattern of how society can be. Essential to that pattern is the devotional meeting, which represents a marvelous opportunity for your community, not only to worship the Almighty and seek his benedictions in your own lives, but to extend to your fellow citizens the spiritual energies of prayer, to restore for them the purity of worship, to kindle in their hearts faith in the confirmations of God, and to strengthen in them no less than in yourselves, eagerness to serve the nation and humanity and to show constructive resilience in the path of justice. Let's hear from Clark about some of his experiences with his workplace devotional. We've had a official CDC employee, Baha'i Association since 2002. And over that time, we've had many activities, especially we've done almost all the Ruhi study um, books, or study circles. And we've had um, speakers and a deepening uh, on Christian and Baha'i topics. And we have annual luncheons. In our association, we have about 20 Baha'is and 10 Friends of the Faith as members. Not all the Baha'is live in Atlanta. Some live in other countries, but still, uh, we keep in touch. I started holding a devotional gathering at the Shambly um, campus of CDC. We have about four or five different campuses. And I was asked by a member of the area teaching committee to hold one in Shambly. And that was in August of 2018. And we had our first one in September of 2018. And we've been having one once a month. I don't think we've missed any months, maybe, but I don't think so. And it's for 30 minutes, which is, uh, we have 30 minutes officially for lunch at work and uh, people are busy. So uh, it's important to keep it to at work to uh, 
the time available. So Clark, over these two years that you have been consistently hosting a devotional, what have you learned increases the quality of the devotional at your workplace? I found a number of things. I think the most important is that we're not just a, for the Baha'is, but it's open to everyone who's interested in attending and participating and people of, of different faiths participating. They add a lot to the spirit of the meeting. So I think that's the most important thing. We've had fortunately, naturally, uh, a group that's racially and ethnically diverse. And so that might add, but we haven't had that issue. We've always had a diversity, which is a blessing. A second thing is we've had prayers usually in uh, diverse languages. So the most common one is Mandarin Ch Chinese. That's been uh, in our prayers and uh, using our devotional. Uh, and then also we've had some uh, someone praying in Punjabi, which is a language from India and uh, Portuguese. We have uh, a Baha'i CDC uh, from Brazil and also Spanish. And I think the languages add something, diversity of languages add something to the spirit of the meeting. And another thing we've used less, but sometimes because we have music, somebody will play a recording of some uh, Baha'i song that they like, and that's added to the meetings, usually just one, because we don't have that much time for prayer, as I said, 30 minutes. And then teleworkers, sometimes their children get on, you know, children are so sweet and they make you so happy when you hear them. And they say uh, they're short little prayers, but uh, it adds a lot to the meeting. So I think those, at least for me, are the things that increase the quality of the devotion or the feeling of spirituality at the meetings that I've learned about. So Clark, can you also tell us a little bit about some of the benefits of holding a devotional at your workplace? What are some of those benefits for those who attend? I think one thing is we get to know, for Baha'is, we get to know each other because we, even though we're in the Shambly campus, we have multiple buildings. And even when you're on the same, different floors in the same building, you sometimes don't see people for a long time or meet them. So for instance, uh, Cheryl Cornwell is another Baha'i at CDC and I met her at the devotional. If we didn't have the devotional, I may never have met her. And so that's a way to meet we can provide mutual support to each other when things are going on and we can share it before the meeting or after the meeting and pray for each other or for our families uh, when things come up. And I think that's important. And also, like I said, the spiritual refreshment of uh, getting away from the, from the busy work day uh, just for a short time and saying prayers together. And that spiritual uh, refreshment can last, I think, longer than just uh, one day. Okay, finally, Clark, can you talk about any possible next steps that you have in mind to enhance the devotional quality of your devotional or to expand it? Well, there's two things that I'm just starting to try. One is that I include in the invitation in Skype that goes to the uh, Baha'is and uh, Friends of the Faith, a quotation from the writings so that it sends that spirit out, I think, if people read it, even if they can't attend. And I want to, and I've always taken like my favorite writings, like uh, the earth is one country and mankind is citizens. But I'm going to try and focus more on writings related to public health from, the, uh, from our sacred writings that are related to public health or to health in general. That's one thing I think which 
uh, hopefully that will increase uh, the spirit anyway. And another thing is, when I choose the day of the month to plan it, I ask people when they're available, but you know, there's never anyone available all the time. So if possible, there's different United Nations days, which like we had one on World Children's Day uh, in November and we can't do Human Rights Day. It's not gonna work out this month, but the Baha'i faith usually supports these um, uh, global principles in the United Nations. And so I think that's something else that at least now while we're not while we're still doing all this remotely, those are little things that I that I'm going to try to do that will hopefully um, make people more interested. And if they can't make it, at least they'll get something out of the invitation. Clark, we would like to thank you for joining us today and sharing so many important and helpful insights about your experience in planning a workplace devotional over the past two years. Well, thank you for inviting me. Uh, it really is a group effort, and this is the CDC Baha'i Association. And I've been just the one planning the meetings, which really isn't that much work. But I hope that I shared things that uh, are useful to others who try to have in their workplace uh, a devotional. So thank you for having me. It's so exciting to share what we've learned about a community-based devotional gathering at a workplace with you during this episode of our podcast. Last week, you maybe made a list of a few people you would invite to a devotional. This week's call to action is to think about what setting you would like to have for your devotional. Would you like to host a devotional in a public setting, such as at your school, workplace, homeowners association, or neighborhood park? What steps would you need to take to invite participants, arrange for a physical or virtual location? If you feel prepared to begin your devotional, thanks to this podcast, or would like some support as a prospective host, please contact metroatlantacluster at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to sharing more next time.